You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. So, you know, I think to to be fair, one has to say that... um, Different master's offices in different parts of the country uh, de- deliver varying levels of service. There are master's offices where the services are reasonable, um, and then there are, uh, and specifically the bigger master's offices where getting service is um, is uh, sometimes, and, and some practitioners will say most of the time, a challenge. So um, uh, the the master's offices that operate, let's say, reasonably, there um, you get a response if you contact them and if you go in, you um, are usually attended to uh, within a reasonable period of time and the functions of the master's offices are performed in a, within a reasonable period of time. With the bigger master's offices, uh, predominantly Cape Town um, and Pretoria and Johannesburg. There are serious challenges to practitioners at times. Um, and what makes the situation difficult is that sometimes you get reasonable service, sometimes you get no service. And that, of course, is problematic. Uh, Louis, um, can FISA actually uh, also um, provide us some insights into the impact of these delays, uh, especially as it pertains to things like deceased estates uh, and uh, trusts and the Guardians Fund especially? Yes. Um, Sakina, with deceased estates, there are certain touch points in the process. Um, where uh, the service from the master's office is essential before the process can start or before the process can continue. And those are when um, the the death of the deceased person is reported to the master and uh, if there is a will, the will is then lodged with the master. The master then has to um, uh, accept any will and the master then, under Section 14 of the uh, Administration of the States Act, has to appoint a nominated executor in that will. If there is no will, then uh, the rules of interstate succession apply, and then the master must, after consultation with the stakeholders, the next of kin, um, uh, identify and appoint an executor. Uh, before the executor receives letters of executorship, the formal appointment from the master's office. The executor can do nothing um, in connection with the administration of that estate, and and this is one of the one of the uh, touch points where sometimes there are inordinate delays. Now there is uh, systems development underway. And a system has been piloted where uh, electronic letters of executorship with uh, built-in security to prevent fraudulent uh, letters of executorship and duplicates um, uh, appointing the wrong person or or, um, purportedly appointing the wrong person uh, can be avoided. That has been piloted in certain centers in the country and it seems to work reasonably well. However, 
um, you still have a, a potential delays and, and real delays in some master's offices with the issuing of, of letters of executorship. And as I said, without that, nothing can happen. The executor can do nothing. No financial institution will even talk to the executor about the, the, the money, the funds, the investments that the deceased had with that institution. So that's the first touch point. Then the next one is when the so-called liquidation distribution account has to be lodged with the master. Um, uh, um, and and uh, the, the distribution of the estate then has to... Uh, take place after the master is satisfied that the liquidation and distribution account uh, complies with either the provisions of the will or with the uh, provisions of the uh, laws of interstate succession. Um, and, and, and that's another touch point where in, in some instances there are inordinate delays. I've seen an email yesterday where um, uh, a practitioner complained about having to wait, uh, he, he, he is waiting 11 months already for the issuing of letters of executorship. And as I said, without that, nothing can happen. The same applies to trusts. Um, uh, a trustee can only act under Section 6 of the Trial Act, can only start acting as a trustee of a trust once <clears throat> the person's name appears on letters of authority issued by the master's office. And, uh, and, and again, there are in some instances inordinate delays. Um, and once again, the trustee cannot do anything. And the, and the, the, um, the, the consequences of, of such a situation is that there could be a, a property deal that needs to go through where the trust sells a property. And um, the property deal cannot go through because the trust, um, uh, let's say a trustee passed away and the replacement trustee had to be appointed. And without that replacement trustee, um, the trust does not meet the minimum number of trustees in the trust instrument, the deed or the will or whatever. Um, then without letters of authority, nothing can happen. And, and you can imagine there could be there could be financial implications to something like that. Um, yeah, with the yeah. Guardians Fund, obviously uh, minor uh, beneficiaries, um, uh, young children uh, may be dependent on uh, the income from the Guardians Fund, um, that uh, the income on the capital that is held on their behalf in the Guardians Fund, and obviously any delays there could real could could lead to real hardship for for such a, a minor child. And uh, of course, there's so much one can still wade through here, Louis. But in the interest of time, uh, have you mm. actually uh, you know uh, touched base with the relevant government institutions to try and resolve these issues? Because I would imagine that you have uh, some recommendations about how to resolve this yes. matter. Yeah, uh, yes, Akina. We uh, from FISA's side, we are in regular contact with the office of the chief master. Um, and and we actually set up a, a process through which we um, assist to supply the office of the chief master with management information in this regard. Uh, we have a process where um, once a FISA member has exhausted um, the internal escalation in the master's office, if um, if there is a service problem, uh, the FISA member can log 
that uh, issue on the FISA website. Uh, and, and, and let me emphasize, it's only open to FISA members. And uh, that um, uh, uh, issue um, will then, on a weekly basis, be um, uh, fed through to the office of the chief master directly for action to ensure that that particular problem or that particular issue is dealt with in the relevant master's office where, where the problem occurred. Louis, we'll leave it there for today. Thanks so much uh, for bringing uh, you know, us uh, that particular update. Clarity on that matter. Louis van Fieren is the CEO of uh, Fiduciary Institute of South, uh, Southern Africa, uh, FISA. And uh, that, of course, a very worrying situation developing at master's offices. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 Nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation. Open up new worlds of history and drama.